0: very good afternoon it's Niall Boylan with you for the next 45 minutes hour or so don't forget by the way go to our website NiallBoylan.com for more and you can support us there I always ask you to support us if you want to get in contact with the show at any stage you can And all you're going to do is WhatsApp or text at 085-122-55. There's the number on the screen, 085-122-55. And my apologies before I even start today, but I'm suffering quite badly with a cold at the moment. So if you see me lowering down the volume and bending down behind the microphone, you know I have to cough for a little while. It's been quite a dramatic day, quite a dramatic day yes. of course, with the Commissioner of the Garden Conor Drew Harris. And uh, he said he's very disappointed with the Garden Representative Association vote of no confidence. And he said he's taking it personally. And not only that, he said he described it as a kick in the teeth. Let's have a quick listen to what he said.
1: I'm hugely disappointed. Uh, it does feel like a real kick in the teeth. Uh, but the thing about this is that I'm employed to do a job. I'm employed to protect the people of Ireland. I'm employed to use our resources to maximise the protections that we do provide to the people of Ireland. That means a change of roster. Well, he
0: said he was taking it personally, but he said he will not be resigning over a non binding ballot. And the Minister of Justice said she has faith in the Commissioner, which is quite surprising considering over 9,000 members have voted almost 99%, 98.7%. I'm actually more concerned about the 1.3% that voted in favour of them. Maybe they just ticked the wrong box. Anyway, Mr. Harris said the vote was personalised against him in the way that it was framed, but he insisted he would not extend the, the present roster and the different rosters would be introduced as planned in seven weeks. Now, what I wanted to ask you today, I'm going to talk about Drew Harris in a second, I'm going to speak to John McGurk from Grip Media, but I also wanted to ask you as well, do you have faith in Agardashe O'Connor? Because if the morale is bad... Well, I don't know if that's affecting their day-to-day performance. I mean, if you're working somewhere where you don't particularly want to work, where you don't have faith in leadership and you don't have faith in the minister and you don't have faith in your your boss, essentially, the commissioner, well, what is it like working day-to-day? Do they have faith in themselves? Is the morale low? Are they getting the resources they need? So I want to ask you... Our listeners at O A Five One Hundred Twenty Two Fifty Five. What has your experience been with Garda Síochána? Do you have faith in them to carry out the job to protect and serve? First of all, let's go to John McGurk from Grip Media. John, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Noel. Thanks for having me on. Um, look, this is—it's not just like seventy percent or sixty percent. This is overwhelming. I'm pretty sure the one point three percent who said they did have faith probably just ticked the wrong box. But the sounds of things here, they have absolutely no faith in him whatsoever. But he's not resigning.
2: Yeah, and to give him some credit, I mean fair play to him for coming out and saying that he felt like it was a kick in the teeth and he was taking it personally because you would, wouldn't you? Well
0: why, he, and well, why wouldn't people, you take
2: it personally? Exactly. I mean it's a very personal personal vote. And normally normally statements in the aftermath of these things are very sort of stilted, but he was he was open and said how personally how much of a personal blow it was. And on a human level you'd feel for him. If ninety nine percent of your colleagues, Nile or mine, said they had no confidence in us, we'd take it very personally as well. But I mean, for all that, I mean, you can make, you can issue all the statements you want, you can do all the PR you want, you can invoke all the support of the government you want, but like when 99% of your colleagues express an opinion of that nature, your position is really untenable. And his position is, I think, absolutely untenable. I mean, when you think about what the role of what the Garda Commissioner does, they are really at the core the core of events are the, the, the go-between between the government and the rank and file Garda. Mm-hmm. He's basically the middle manager. His job is to take decisions of the government which are, for good or real, elected by all of us and implement them. And for him to be an effective implementer of government decisions and an effective man- manager of the guardie, he he's got to have the confidence of the people he's leading. He's got to be an effective go-between. And he clearly isn't. If 99% of the guardie do don't have confidence in him, then I don't see in any way how he can continue to do that job in the medium to long term. I'm sure he'll stick I mean, out Don't
0: get me wrong. Short I, term. I, I think there's been quite a bit of controversy about him since he started in the first place. The very fact that he came from Northern Ireland and the PSNI is, was always a, a problem or a hurdle for him to overcome. But he has been silted with problems, as you pointed out, because not only have you got the roster situation, you've also got a lack of guard at Shukana, a lack of resources, a lack of morale in general. And, you know, I, I think that maybe he's just taking the blame for everything. Well, that's, I suppose, his job because he's there to take the blame for everything. It is his responsibility to delegate. But, I mean, is it fair that they have no faith in him when really the majority of those problems have been problems that he inherited?
2: Well, it's not just those things, because obviously I I speak to a fair few rank and file Gardee in my day day job, you know, working on stories and all the rest of it. And you get a sense talking to Gardee that it's about more than just the rosters and the pay. It's sort of a cultural sense that they're no longer doing the job that they want to be doing and that they don't feel supported in doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. Obviously, we have to be very careful, Niall, in what I'm about to discuss because it's a live case before the court. So all I'll say is that there is at the moment a live case before the courts where Garda is facing very serious charges in relation to a car chase that took place last year where a car went the wrong way down the motorway um, and they mm-hmm. followed it and there was an accident. Um, and obviously that's the case, the live case. We can't say how it'll yeah. play out or how it should play out. But we can say that for many rank and file Garda, the fact that that case is before the courts is something that really shook their confidence in the commissioner. We can also say, for example, in relation to some of the policing we've seen around speech and protest and what you might term in inverted commas, policing that's perceived to be political, the Guardia are really not comfortable. They're not necessarily comfortable with how they were deployed during COVID-19 either when you talk to a lot of them. Now those are not the only factors but they're also factors in addition to the one that you mentioned. There's a crippling lack of morale in the force at the moment if you talk to any member of it. um, They don't feel supported on the front line. They feel that they're taking the blame from the public for decisions they're not necessarily making themselves and they feel like the, the Garda headquarters is focused on the wrong sort of issues. There was a controversy earlier on this year, you might remember, where uh, where the, there was a proposal brought forward that Gardy could couldn't misgender people. I and it's not so much about the content of that proposal so much as a sense in the force of, this is what you're focused on, mm. this is what you're doing when we're out here on the front lines and crime is on the rise and we have no colleagues because no one wants to join the force. That, that, all of these things are crippling morale. Um, I think it's important to record those. It's not just the issues that the rest of the media are talking about in terms of pay and conditions and rosters, although those obviously are very important as well.
0: I mean, the Minister of Justice has come out now to say that, which is quite bizarre, that she has faith in the commissioner or confidence in the the commissioner is the word she used. I mean, that is a kick in the teeth for the over 9,000 guards who voted against him or voted to say they would no confidence in him. Because more or less, what she's saying is what she has said in numerous occasions about different things. It's the same she said about the hate speech laws. She's ignoring the will of the people. She's ignoring the will of the the nine thousand members of the Garda Shriana, which I'm sure doesn't make them feel too good that they sat there and signed a ballot paper, and it's completely ignored.
2: But there's another there's another issue with that as well, Niall, because you're, you're completely correct. But the other issue there as well is that the rank and file Garda, the, the Garda, the, the commissioner is supposed to be their their man in. In government he's supposed to be the one who represents to the minister their issues and says you know this is what the, the force needs and when you have a minister for justice come out and say well Lagarde he mightn't have confidence in what I have that actually undermines him a little bit further because the rank and file guard are looking at this says well of course the minister for justice has faith in him he's doing exactly what she wants and taking no account of our interests which aren't being represented mm. and by the way the GRA cannot move votes of confidence in ministers because that's a ministers democratically elected Mm. by the people. They can't move votes of confidence. But I get the sense that if if they could, if there was a vote of confidence in the Minister for Justice by that organisation, the result would not be dissimilar what we saw yesterday
0: but, but the Minister of Justice seems to be ignoring everything at the moment I mean we have seen and the hate speech loss by the way which we will discuss further on Saturday I'll mention that in a few minutes as well because we are there is an event mm-hmm. in the RDS on Saturday but the Minister of Justice herself seems to be ignoring the will of the people as I said and now the will of Angarda Shia Kana and generally speaking dismissing everything that's said to her I mean I personally believe she's the worst Minister of Justice we've ever had um, next to Alan Shatter probably but in saying that do you think it's time for her to step down?
2: Well, I I think she's worse than Alan Shatter, because Alan Shatter uh, didn't succeed in doing some of the things he wanted. He did some bad stuff, but he did try, for example, to reform the legal profession and legal fees, which is something that's very badly needed to happen in this country. He doesn't get enough credit for that. He was blocked in doing it, but that was important. I think in terms of this current Minister for Justice, I think think she's a little bit shell-shocked. I think there was a sense when she took the job... As she took it in the aftermath of the abortion referendum and the gay marriage referendum and the country was in the mood for more kind of happy clappy social change. And she never went into the job expecting to have to deal with serious issues like crime or drugs or, um, you know, things that actually matter to people mm. on the streets. And yeah. I think her entire focus has been on trying to get nice press releases out by introducing new laws around sex crimes that don't have any particular effect to look like a feminist, for example. Rather than being somebody who's actually prepared to grapple with the issues of crime, I think she saw it as a kind of job she could go into and put out press releases that various NGOs and Irish Times columnists would applaud about social progress and has, has no conception of how to deal or run a justice system. Um, and I think if you compare it to Alan Shatter, Alan Shatter, obviously, many things I would disagree with him on, but the man was an eminent lawyer of many years and in there with experience and ideas of what he wanted to do. Some of them were bad ideas, but he, he had ideas. I don't think this minister has the first clue what she wants her legacy in justice to be. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I genuinely think she ha- like she sees it as a stepping stone or saw it as a stepping stone to the leadership of the party rather than rather than a, than a job that was worth doing by itself.
0: Finally, do you think she should go, and do you think the commissioner should go? Should they both go?
2: Well, as I said at the beginning, I think the commissioner's position is untenable. I don't think you can. Stay in a job like that when ninety nine percent of your colleagues you are supposed to be representing um, don't want you him. there. Yeah, like, that, like it's, it's untenable. Even if he, I mean he can stay, but he's not going to be effective um, mm-hmm. if he if he if he retains that level of support. I mean, obviously, I'm a press council regulated journalist. I cannot express opinions and won't on whether the minister for justice should go, but I will say that her performance, I think, has been historically bad, and people can read into that what they think.
0: Uh, Obviously, just finally, her free speech legislation is not going down very well with many people. Um, There is an event this coming Saturday in the RDS. Tickets are still available, by the way, in Eventbrite. You will be speaking at it, John. Uh, I know Ben Scallon, journalist from Grip Media, will be there. Um, Michael Schellenberger, a very popular author and journalist from the United States will be there, a man who was responsible, of course, for the Twitter files, or partly responsible for the Twitter files and exposing the, the American government uh, for trying to silence social media. Um, there'll be many others there as well. Estelle um, O'Malley. Some man like uh... called Niall Boylan as well, I think,
2: is it? There? There'll be a chap called
0: Niall Boylan there as well, I believe. Yes, he'll be taking the podium yeah. for a short while as well, and probably adjudicating the rest of you while you're all arguing with each other on the stage. But it guarantees to be a good event. We'll be taking q and from the audience as well. And uh, that's all kicking off on Saturday uh, morning at 12 o'clock and finishes at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon and you're all welcome to go along. Uh, The tickets, as I say, are available on Eventbrite. If you want to go to Grip Media you'll get more information on where you can get those tickets if you're kind of stuck to try and find out where you can get them. Uh, John, listen, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Matt. See you soon. Bye. I want to ask you, by the way, do you have faith? Now We've we've just heard that John said he's no faith, obviously, in the commissioner, and neither do the members. In relation to the minister, he's not going to say either way, but certainly he has questions over the job she's doing, the Minister of Justice, who says she does have faith in the commissioner. But I want to ask you about the rank and file, because... If the minister has faith and in, in confidence in the commissioner and nobody has faith in the, in the commissioner, complicated situation or no, well, then the morale couldn't be good in Angarda Shea Conor, could it really? When they think their boss is not doing a good job and they're disappointed with the way they have to work. Uh, I want to ask you, do you have faith in Angarda Shea Conor? Let me go to Sarah first so I can. I'll go to Edward after that. Sarah, hi, how are you? I'm Grand Nile. How are you? Good, Sarah. I mean, your general experience over the years—you know—if you've ever been stopped at the checkpoint, whatever, or you know you've been out somewhere, or if you've had to call the guards, do you have faith in them? Do they do a good job?
3: I, I think they do. In fairness, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's your approach and it's your tone. If you're going to be, I don't know, aggressive or whatever, your attitude towards them, they're going to give stuff back to you. Mm-hmm. That's what my experience is. Um, I seem to do an awful lot of good work out there that we don't see, and it's not being promoted enough. Yeah. All we hear is the negativity all over the news. I know they're going through a hard time. Yeah. At the moment, with the Minister, but like, um, you know, you could ask exactly the same question of the Minister of Health, Niall, and do the survey, and that'll come back the exactly same way. And I know probably, at the moment, the guards feel hard done by, but like, if you put that, like, towards the health service, like, it's got you're, you're going to get the same feedback.
0: Well, not necessarily. You know I mean? Yeah, but, but not, not, yeah, feel... not necessarily. Not 99%, well, 98.7%, almost. Like, not, like if, I, if I went into any job I'm and did a mm-hmm. ballot, I'm absolutely sure there's a large percentage of staff in every single job that don't like the boss, right? But you're not going to mm-hmm. get ni- almost 99% of them. And the majority of them actually did vote. Over 9,000 members of Angarda Shea Khan voted in this. And almost 99% said they've no confidence in him. That's like, well, that's, that's bonkers.
3: It is insane. Well, the person is in the wrong job or in total denial about their position and probably hasn't got a clue what they're doing. Or is not listening to the, you know what But well, I mean? that's probably
0: the biggest problem. He's not listening. You're right. He's you not know, listening.
3: But like at the end of the day, when a guard is going out there doing his job, like I don't think he'd carry that shit with him. Like
0: I don't know, I don't but think no, because at the, no, no, go. No, 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 I, I, I think you're wrong because I think if the, if your boss is doing a bad job, the morale, and I know that from different places I've worked in, if if you know the boss is an arsehole, the morale is usually pretty low in the job, and and that would go for a guard yeah, to no, kind I mean, of you too. too. you've
3: got to think you're, We're talking about Ireland as a whole. Like we're talking about the whole of Ireland. Like. We're not only talking about a, a company that has 30 or 40 people in it. So we can't actually turn around and label every guard out there that's working that has a resentment against the work that he's doing towards the job that he's doing. But, John mentioned, but there's bring... been numerous
0: occasions over the last few years. We've seen protests and the Garda sent in to do the job and that's kind of turned the general public in a lot of ways against the guard of which is not a good thing. I'm not saying every guard. I'm not saying the guards are bad people for doing it. They're told to do a job, but their decisions being made by a commissioner, you know, rather than talking to the minister of justice and dealing with situations, sending the guards out all the time is not the answer to stop people from giving out. Do you know what I mean? It's not. The, it's just isn't the answer.
3: Yeah, but then it's taken up police time and police have other things to be doing. than rather going to. I'm not going to even go there about people protesting because half the way people are protesting, they're not. I'm not saying the good reason to protest, but it's their attitude towards the guard while they're doing it. Like they're not even like I've seen videos, right? And all I'm hearing is, "Oh, guard, uh, watch your number there, guard, uh, uh, guard." Uh, you know, I'm recording this. You know, like they're more focused on what they scared he is doing more so than what they're protesting about. No,
0: I get you, yeah, they're, clear, I, they're I, goading I them, like yeah.
3: Going in, yeah, but I wouldn't like to be going into work, like, um, doing my job, and someone turning around and saying to me, oh, look what the Commission of Health is doing, like, you know, mm. you're going in doing the best you can on that
0: day. Okay, but well, hang on, stay there for a second, because I want to go to Edward as well, and I'm going to come to Morris then and John. Edward, hi, how are you? Hey, no, how's it going? Good. Edward, do, do you have faith, generally speaking? I have
4: a of faith in the guards because there's a lot of good guards out there. What I don't like is the people who would to move up that ladder and start getting stripes in their arms. For example, I can't say who, but I know a young guard, a very good guard who would use his discretion. And he's an absolute treasure. He's the kind of guard that would be, you know, we saw a young lad, you know, for example, right? If he stopped doing that for speed, not too bad. But if, and he went up to the kid and said, "Look, you know you're going to be hard there, right? Uh, you know, you you know you haven't exactly broken speed limits, but you need to watch yourself from now on. You know, I could easily write you up, but I'm going to caution you right now. I'm going to give you an opportunity not to do it again. Now, if you ask me, that's a good guard. That's a guard that's not going to ruin somebody straight away, but can read a person and say, you know, that's yeah, just uses good common sense me.
0: and discretion. Yes. Yeah.
4: That same guard was asked to do a was asked to go and do a task. Uh, he was on his way out to a... Now, I won't say where, where it is. The same guy was asked to go out to a job, and on the way out to the job, he got a job, a phone call from his boss, to say, come back and bring Santi to the parade. He followed his orders, and the, the person that made the call made a complaint. Now, the sergeant won't stand over that poor chap. He's going he to lose his job over that. Now, he was doing what he was told to do by his superiors. And the problem with Ireland is that when you have people like that who will throw a young man with a fantastic attitude and has every right to be a guard and in actual fact gives Langard Shiikana the proper credentials to get on with people, to do the right thing, to build up uh, we say relationships with people, confidence with people, and then you've got boss that's throwing them under the bus. And if nine thousand people would say that a man they don't want a man working with them and they're not listening to, it. but that's not the guard's fault. That's the people in this country called the ministers and the governors. Because Ireland is a great country for these people that can come to get their four pensions every year, walk away with six or seven pensions, and, and never be held accountable for when it goes wrong.
0: Well, do me a favour, uh, stay there with me for a second, because I've got to go to Morris and John. I want Sarah Jane and Edward just to stay with me. Got to take a break, quick break, back in 10 seconds. All right, let's go to Morris. Stay there, Edward, please, if you can. Morris, hi, how are you?
5: Afternoon, Noel. how are
0: you? You've listened to Sarah Jane and Edward, and in fairness to both of them, they seem to have faith in the guard of Chicago, even though I think the morale is at an all-time low. Well, it has to be if 9,000 of them, you know, don't have faith in their own boss.
5: Well, as you know, Noel, I'm an ex-army man, and uh, I serve my country, and I have no faith in the guard anymore. I'll tell you why, because this country went down the tubes because the whole of Dublin city centre was let go during the pandemic, and it's an absolute slum now. And that's why we have tourists being kicked within an inch of their life in Dublin yeah, because yeah. it's a it, mm. it's it's a it's a no go area, and nobody. If look, you have a saying in football too, Noel, I know you're not a football fan, but your dad was in the FAI. If you lose the dressing room, there's nowhere for you to go. Drew Harris has lost the dressing room, so. You know, fall on your sword, go out with your head held high. you're not the man for the job, you bit more off more than you can chew. The, the, the staff from the top to the bottom have no confidence in you, and we have a Minister of Justice who's just paraded out in front of us when things go wrong. She doesn't come out and tell us when things are right or things are going good. No, I'll throw this money at this situation, I'll throw this money at this situation, and it's taxpayers' money. And that's why people, the normal people, like everybody says, look, there is good apples in every barrel, but guards are leaving the forest hand over fist. I know great guys that I went to school with that ended up being detectives. They're walking the streets now. They got out because it's rotten to the core. I and mean, when you have a Minister of Justice resigning and a Minister and a Commissioner resigning over the Morris McCabe debacle, and then we had the two million fake drink-driving tests. Why would you have faith in somebody that's corrupt?
0: But but in fairness to Drew Harris, if I can say anything in his defence, he inherited those problems. You know, he inherited that corruptness. He inherited that problem at Morris Cave, at McCabe. He inherited a lot of problems. He inherited a situation where the guards were leaving the force. He inherited bad morale in the first place. But he, I, in fairness, he hasn't done a good job at improving that. But he's inherited all that. I mean, he's only in the job a few years.
5: Well, I mean, to say, how long do you need? How long is a piece of string? I mean, to say, when you go into a uh, job, I think you said, if you weren't doing your job properly presenting the radio show, you'd be out the door. They wouldn't give you five years or six years no. to get your show on the road. No, they wouldn't. So if you go into a company, you take about the scruff of the neck, you pull people in and say, "This is the route we're going. We're getting it done." If you're going to be playing pandering to politics and everything else, and to be honest with you, you Noel, know, he came in with a checkered background, you know, because there is trouble. There was, of course, there in was. In yeah, in the I mean, no, no, I did, I did say at the, the start.
0: Yeah, no, no, he came in yeah. with he came in, and there was a lot of controversy surrounding his employment or his position exactly. in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, but but hang on, but hang called, on, Morris. Getting back yeah. to what Edward is saying, there are good guards out there. There's no doubt about that. I know. Yeah, and, and yeah, most well, of, of them are doing a good job. But when when the morale is low, the morale is low. And and i go back to you, Edward, and what you said, sorry, a few minutes yeah. ago. And I and, and also Sarah-Jane, you're both defending them. I'm not having a pop at the guard issue, Carla, and the rank and file. Most of them are decent blokes. Oh, I know you're, not. you're And women. To be. <laughs> but, but, but the problem is, when you have a situation where people are leaving and your resources are stretched, and you know Mary down the road is at the ring in you because she thinks her house is being broken into or someone's in her back garden, and you don't even have a car to get out to her, or you can't get out to her because two of the lads are another job and you're the only one in the station. I mean, the morale has to be low and has to be a disaster, and that's why they're all leaving it, but no one wants to join the guards anymore. I mean, we were left he with no security forces.
3: He hasn't got the resources. Niall, no, I was in an accident there not so long ago, like a couple of days ago, and like it took him three and a half hours to go up to the scene. And the garden station was, like, within five minutes. Not even five minutes, three minutes.
6: But they were actually,
3: there wasn't enough resources in that station for them to attend the scene. Like, mm. so I, I myself and others were waiting around for nearly three and a half hours. Because you know, every year... A, scene.
4: Sorry, can I come in there? Yeah. Every year there's a budget that isn't spent, and when they, I'm sure you know what happens. At the end of it, in every area, there's a massive push on roads and everything that, to get rid of the money because they won't get it the next year. What's wrong here is the ministers and the TDs are the ones who should be held fully accountable because they're the ones that are hiding behind guarding the guarding economy. Now, fair enough. When people had something wrong, when people were doing something wrong, fair enough. If, if you can come to a person's house and destroy them, the, the idea of the government in Ireland is we'll help you as long as you keep paying your way. But the more you earn, the more we'll take. But when you fall low and when you get down or when you lose your business, we are going to make sure you lose everything. And that's the mentality of the Irish government. We should be helping our people, i.e. we should be helping the guards. We should be helping everyone. And these people running around with cameras as you're getting, dead, oh, guard, go, that shouldn't be allowed. It should stop. Because exactly. you're,
7: creating, I totally agree. you're
4: creating a, 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 a disrespect.
0: For a guard I, a I, guard I, I do no, But hang on. I don't know. Hang on. I agree with both of you, right? Sarah, Jane, and Edward yeah. about the lads that take pictures of them and go, oh, I have you That's all live it. on YouTube and all that kind of guy, Right. And the majority of those people who are doing that are gurriers, right? But there are yes. individuals out there that if it wasn't for them taking a video of something a guard done, we would have never known about it. So, because the guards are not perfect or infallible either. No, I. Yeah,
4: but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, no, but no, not you're saying right, that now. But, but not the majority, what I'm trying to guard, say is the majority
3: of that is being overridden. On social media, and it's given a bad concept to everybody else that, that every guard out there is like that.
0: Yeah, but they have. Yeah, but yeah, but the whole Jane. They have to be answerable as well. You can't just have a, you know, having them do whatever they want.
3: Niall, there was a lady going uh. down to the M fifty, and she was nearly dying, and only for one female guard got out of the care and actually helped her and saved her life. You didn't see that going around on social media. No,
4: oh, you're right. That's you know right. right. You're you're dead, right. No, yeah, no, yeah, I, no, yeah, I, no, I, I understand. Don't... But you know what? Unless you change stuff in the government level, Ireland is the only country that can, they get rewarded for failure, and that's wrong. Start sacking ministers and tedious. We are, they work for us. But we, when we speak up, or we go to the homes, they'll pass a law to stop us from going and protesting outside the house. That has to stop. There's a reason why people are angry, and there's also a reason why people want to protest outside your house, ministers, if you're listening, because you're not doing your job. The people are being ripped asunder in this country. The guards are being torn asunder. There's no money for nothing. But yet you lads can retire with all the pensions and you can sit there and take all the money you want while the working class
5: struggles. That has to change. Loyal. That's all I can
0: say on that. So, yeah, sorry, go ahead, yeah.
5: Yeah, no, and no, I was just thinking to myself, nice. I, agree, I agree exactly with that man, what he said. But it's up to the people to take the country back. We're sitting back and criticising them. But they do it year after year after year. They, they saddle up to your door, I'll get you this, I'll get you that, I promise you this, I'll build more yeah. houses than yeah, the the, yeah. the king of Egypt. I'll, I'll build houses like pyramids. <laughs> they promise you the sun is <laughs> and the moon, and then they get out of politics and they go away and they're laughing at you for the rest of your life. And I'm told yeah, now... So if we were the we might the have them. Yeah. Okay, so
0: so you all agree the commissioner should go. That's the first thing. That's yeah. the first step.
5: Yeah. Well, we yeah. need, to change. We we need well, to change. I
0: mean, because if the commissioner doesn't go, it's a kick, it's a kick in the teeth for the 9,000 guards who said they've no faith them.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: But hang on one at a
0: time. Sarah Jane, sorry, go ahead. I just want to tell you one thing,
5: Niall. If the if the guards have lost commissioner and their leader in in the commissioner their leader, that that speaks volumes. But then when your minister of justice turned around and says, "I don't care what you as nine thousand people think," I think he's great. She needs to think to consider her situation
0: as well. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, stay there if you can, uh, Sarah, Jen, and Edward. Um, let me just go to John. John, hi. How are you? Hello, Neil. How are things? Good. Uh, John, I don't, I don't know whether you've ever had experience with a Garda shake on, even being stopped at a checkpoint. Do you, do you think they do a good job in general?
8: Well, uh, let me let me just answer a few points made here. Uh, the first thing, uh, uh, Garda are not, or p- people are not good people are not joining the guards at the moment because I know one or two, um, and the salary starting salary is so mediocre and takes about ten. Twenty nine thousand
0: is the starting salary, isn't it? Twenty nine.
8: Sorry. Yeah, and it takes about ten years to reach a level that you might even be able to afford. To or the bank might give you a loan to buy a miserable dog box of a one-bedroom apartment in any part of the country. And promotional prospects are almost bilge. There's, the few sergeant posts are as, as thin as as rare as hens' teeth. So they have very little uh, prospects and they're not joining for that reason and the financial. Mm. Now, there's another thing here. The question you have had today is about faith in Angarda, Siakana and Commissioner. Well, that question should be, do you have faith in the entire justice system and, the, and particularly in the handling of, for example, under 18 out of control juveniles who are causing most
0: most of the problems, okay. yeah.
8: Because obviously, nowadays, in, in Dublin. Now, yeah, Minister for Justice Helen McIntyre was joined by uh, Pascal <laughs> Dunning. They had a big press release. Yeah, a bit of a walk around
0: in Dublin. Yeah, I saw that, yeah.
8: Yeah, and they have launched a North Dublin inner-city local community safety plan. Sounds wonderful. It's on government.ie if you want to see the whole amazing story. It acknowledges local community knows best how to improve safety in their areas, and will work with the HSC, TUSLA, education providers, business groups, on Garda Khan, public and community representatives, blah, 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 and draw up plans to identify what actions are needed. And, and here's a funny bit. A new breed of state-sponsored vigilantes are going to be recruited from, from the troubled localities. Right. These people... Teams of, from the Department of Justice will organize the recruiting of these proposed community safety wardens to work in the most the worst parts of Dublin Tone Square Conn Street the what, so what Health these area. are
0: like these are like civilian police I suppose
8: we don't that, that, that's not idea. going
0: to work out that's never going to work on out
8: on detail I mean their brief would be to patrol the mean city streets of Dublin. And maybe to rat on the hooligans and pugs. Yeah, that's not going to work uh, out. they witness assaulting tourists and shoppers weekly, and maybe they're living from these. They're living in the same areas and next door to the the, the same hooligans. So good luck with Helen re- recruiting these community safety wardens uh, if they're going to be uh, vigilantes ratting on their neighbours. Now, what I mean, I what
0: good. Was Can I say something there, John? With all the money that they're spending on, you know, obviously updating their website, putting these proposals together, probably having focus groups in relation to that, local community meetings, talking to local representatives, talking to the people, the minister going out for photographs, the money that costs, they could have just gave the guards a rise.
8: Uh, yeah, well, that's another story entirely. But I mean, will these community this is is, is 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 mad stuff, community safety wardens, where are they going to get them? Who's going to volunteer? Will they have a, a uniform, an armband to indicate their status even? Will they have powers of arrest? Will they carry a taser gun? The guard actually warned Helen McIntyre that they won't tolerate a cheap competing and rival security apparatus in the state. So this mad scheme is probably unlikely to help anything. No, it's, just a it's feb- doomed
0: before it even starts. You're right, it is doomed before it even starts. But, OK, firstly, two questions for you. Do you think the Minister should resign and do you think the Commissioner should resign?
8: Yeah, I, I, oh God, look, where do you start and where do you end? Now the press. Wait, I tell you this press release. I've been reading it this morning. It's so funny. It continues. This is their plan to revolutionise uh, security and, and policing in Dublin. Now the press release says the HSE, TUSLA, Department of Justice, and Garda Síochána will extend outreach drug outreach programmes to the under-18s in particular. Now hold on there, lovely, lovely. That sounds great. Now. A, HSE. The HSE is bust and looking for 4 billion euros just to maintain current services. Now, another thing I know, which a lot of people don't know, they have recently written to numerous families with mentally and physically handicapped children to tell them they cannot recruit drivers to bring them to the five hubs in Dublin where they are cared for, nor can they allocate the monies for the two carers who normally allocate to each child who would normally okay. receive well, well, care.
5: Well, well,
0: fairness, Tom, We're moving off to the HSE now and we know that the government are incapable of running anything, to be honest with you at the moment, that's the way it seems to be. But let's focus just on the guardish colour. Do you think what's happened over the last two days, particularly in relation to this vote against the commissioner, do you think that affects the morale of the guards themselves?
8: I I don't know why they have this big vote against the guard. That's a strange one now. I have no idea. I mean, what is the... Um, well, if ...the best in the situation is in. But, I mean, the under, again, back to the under-18s, he can't control criminality and, and hooliganism in Dublin. Um, Tuesli can't control it. They're the most useless and inefficient crangle in the whole range of states. I wouldn't
0: around. trust them to walk me dog, but, yeah, go on.
8: And, and besides, they have indicated they need hundreds more staff to even maintain current... Services. Only half of the guardia recruits who were selected for training actually turned up this year. Uh, many did not even bother to notify the department they were not coming. Uh, so it, it's and you know
0: no, it, it certainly looks it certainly looks like John they're going to have a tough time of it. I know you've outlined an awful lot there, John. Fair play to you. And uh, let me just go to Billy as well. Billy, hi. How are you? How are you keeping? Good. Uh, Billy, look, it's one a day yesterday. I mean, I'm sure from a personal point of view, the Chief Commissioner didn't feel uh, very wanted yesterday. I mean, that was it was a very personal question the GRA asked. And, you know, to see that 98.7% of your colleagues of the people that work for you don't want you there is not good. I'm sure it doesn't make you feel good. But so is it time for him, firstly, to go? Mm. And is it time for the Minister to go, even though she's just turned around and defied the guards by saying she has confidence in him?
1: Commissioner shouldn't go. He should stay. He should stay in his stay in his position. The guard representative are a representative association, they have no political power whatsoever.
0: No, I know this is and, not legally binding. Of guards, course not. The
1: guards, the guards aren't a democracy number one. The guards are a, a an arm of the state, a uniformed arm of the state that operates under legislation on the state, similar to the army to, to the way that the army and the defence forces do.
5: No, no, hang on a second.
1: You don't, you're, get you're, to, you don't get to vote who your boss is.
0: No, look, I understand in. that. This is not like government where you can vote somebody out and a vote of no confidence. But in saying that, the GRA did ask the question, and then over 9,000 guards, nearly all of them voted, obviously. Um, they overwhelmingly, almost 99%, said they, they, they don't have any faith in the guy. So that it doesn't matter what you think of legal point of view, he doesn't have to go. No, no, but no, but no, if that was me, you, you wouldn't to want to be there, to would, there, would you?
1: I think it's a slippery bloody slope, to be honest with you. I think it's a very slippery slope. If Drew Harris stands down because the GRA said, we don't like you, does that mean that the GRA are going to get a veto on whoever the next commissioner is?
0: Well, it's not the GRA. Well, hang on. Gonna, hang on. Hang on. It's not the GRA that say they don't like him, it's the members themselves. They've they just it's put it's the, the vote
1: out. <laughs> no, it's the Garda Representative Association organized a vote uh, if they had confidence or not. In
0: the yeah, and the members vote. not
1: represent. They do not represent the sergeants and the inspectors. They just, that that's a separate record. Yeah, they represent
0: rank and file. Yeah.
1: Rank and file. Yeah. So let's let's say let's say tomorrow morning in your podcast studio, I know you don't, don't work on a Friday, but let's say on Monday, your staff came in and said, Niall, we don't have confidence in you to do them. this podcast anymore. Yeah. All two of them. Let's <laughs> say the two of them, Well, with you there as well as three. So let's yeah. say the two of them came in and said, we don't have confidence in you to do this podcast anymore. We want to get someone in. It's like your name's over the door, <laughs> you know. Without, without you, there is no podcast. Now, I'm not saying it's the same with Drew Harris.
0: No, that's not a good analogy.
1: The, the staff the staff don't get to vote on who the boss is. No, 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 hang on.
0: It, but, then, but hang on. The staff did get to vote. Whether you say they don't get to vote, I know you're but talking but it's, re- not, it's, not, it's not binding. But of course it's, it's not, not binding. binding. But, it, but it still sends a strong message out that the people that he's responsible for and that he's in charge of, don't have any faith in the job he's doing
1: well here's here's let me let me spin it around a little bit niall these are the same not all of them but some of the membership would have been there when noreen o'sullivan and martin Callan were there when the whistleblower stuff came out yeah did they have a vote of no confidence in in the commissioner at that stage i I mean i
0: accept that the commissioner has inherited a
1: lot of those problems by the way you you know we're we're talking about recruitment and retention temple moore was shut down for Three years between 2011 and 2014 during the financial crisis. Drew Harris, he, and he's and he's there actually. I, I was. You said he was there. He wasn't there that long. He's there nearly five years at this stage now. So mm-hmm. look, he's he's had he's had his legs under the desk a substantial amount of the time at this stage. Let's be honest. Um, he's been there for for the, what happened in the Regency and the policing that happened in trying to take down the Kinnon. You know, he's he's. He's had a good run of things. There is a lot of popular or popular things that have happened under the man. So let's. Okay. You know. Okay, but okay.
0: The question that I'm asking quite simply then, Billy, do you think that's a? Do you think this is whole debacle is affecting the morale of Angarda Khan The lack of recruitment, the problem with the rosters that they keep constantly giving out about, the pay is not great, and um, they just don't seem to be able to encourage anyone to join us.
1: So let's 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 take it bit by bit the pay is terrible you can't get people to join and as your last contributor said there people who are being offered the the role in the guards are not showing up for training that's an issue because it's it's a pain condition issue the pensions that were watered down after the financial crisis were never brought back and one of the big things about being a guard was you were able to go in your late 50s or early 60s on a full pension yep. When Two thirds your wages,
0: wages probably. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. And you know what? If if you look at, at equivalent at forces around the world, like take the the New York Police Department. You know, being a guard or being a police officer is a dangerous role. You are providing a, a okay. service to the public and public safety. You should be remunerated in your retirement and you shouldn't have to be, you know. Do you think the morale is out.
0: bad, Billy? Do you think I mean, the, morale the morale is
1: bad? The morale is in the toilet.
0: Well, well, that, well, that's not good, is it, to have a police service it, it, or a protection it, service, it, state protection service, when the morale is down the toilet?
1: It's, but no, the, the morale is in the toilet in the defense forces, in the ambulance service, the morale is in the toilet in a lot of services. And, you know, the government ministers, the line ministers, not just the line ministers, the, the people, the permanent secretaries in justice, defense, health, they have questions to answer about why their people are not being remunerated and looked after. Now, I looked at the roster thing now, and, you know, the guard, the, the GRA had agreed to revert back to the old roster. And the old roster was, um was 12, was, was a 12-hour roster. You were six days on, five days off or That's something right, like yeah. that. Yeah. And and the new, they obviously like the new roster, Nile, but, you know, the new roster was put in as a, as, as a covert consideration. It was never designed to be fully implemented in the long term.
0: <laughs> well, well, do, do me, well do me a favour just stay there for a second and I'm going to come to Jason, Bernie and Joanne in a second as well I'm asking you do you have faith in Angarda Shikana? let us know what you think uh, the number is 85 122 we'll take a quick 10 second break back in a second with Jason and we'll find out exactly what he thinks Jason hi how are you? Afternoon, How are you keeping? You've been listening to Billy. There, he said, "Look, you know, this is obviously this is not legally binding. It's not like having no faith or no confidence in a a minister. You know, in in the doll, they don't have to respect it." Drew Harris says, "I'm not going anywhere," and the minister said she has confidence in him. Is that good for garden morale?
9: Noel, that minister lives in Kewkooland, okay, we all know that. We've seen her doing a big walk down bloody where it was the Sheriff's Street, Hobbit Street, laying around there, saying how safe she felt. Of course she felt safe. The cameras were on on the guards were all looking at her. Um, the morale in the guards has been rock bottom for a long, long, long time now, Noel. I mean, they can turn on their own. Mm. You know, I mean, they're a, they're a dangerous arm of the, of, of the state. I don't care. And then to give the job to that man, I mean, were well, you're not listening to anybody, like, how did you think that was going to go down? You know, we haven't. Well, exactly I,
0: I, 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 well, obviously, you know, when he started first, there was a, a shroud of yeah, controversy around of that. Questions. Well, of course there was, yeah. But but when in, say, in saying that, has he done such a bad job?
9: Well, ninety nine percent of the people that he represents says yes. But no. Well, he, well, he, so he doesn't
0: represent them. They work below him. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
9: No, but you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he's, our, he's our representative. Like they're, 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 they're his members. He's our representative. He's our boss. He's the one we look up to when things go wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, if they don't have it, it's us that's going to suffer. Right? They can't strike. They can't withdraw their labor. They can't refuse to carry out his orders. But what they can do is they can make it damn sure that the people around them can suffer. And it's us that's going to suffer. I mean, they're not they're not servants of the people anymore, no. They proved that through the water protests and then through COVID. They turned on the people of Ireland. on, 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 the, the, on well, When, the when you
0: the, When they, you say they turned on the people of Ireland, they were doing a job they were told to do. They, they can only do that.
9: Who, who, who famously says we were only following orders?
0: Well, I know, I understand. I, 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 I. Well, yeah, that's in the bigger thing scheme of things. But I, I know there has been guard forces or police forces within Europe. Um, there was at one stage there, I think it was in Italy, where the police took their hats off and joined the protesters, um, which yeah. was quite famous.
9: So you can't do it, Noel. If it's an unjust law, you can do it. But the killer is, Noel, in this country, right, the people who look after us and who we want to look after us and our and our elderly parents and our youngers, right, with the, with the guards, with the army, the nurses, the doctors, the first service, all of them people, we will not pay them what a award We will whinge and moan about giving them an extra few, quid just so they can live. And yet the people that that will bankrupt this country with a suit and tie on them. We will give them millions of bonuses. These big companies that are draining us completely of everything with, with impunity. We will give them whatever they want. But yet, the people who we want to look after us and who we entrust our kids they our elderly people, and us, we're in trouble. We won't give them a penny. No wonder nobody wants to join public service anymore. Who would want to work for a public that will spit in your face? I mean, just look at the guy that thing that's on a. Uh, burden at the moment. Look at the way they're spoken to. Just look at the way they're spoken to out there. Would you want your child out there being but spoken? Yeah, but not, yeah, but they're
0: not spoken to that by like that by everybody. There are go gau- there's a gougers all over the country that get you know that will do things like still
9: that. Still, no, nobody has respect for them anymore.
0: Nobody but there's has. always going to be a section of society who don't have respect for the guards. The same ways in every in other countries there's a section of society don't respect for policing forces because well, they're I'm gougers.
9: In this country, no, let's get, But it's not just gougers. I'm not a gouger, and I'm losing respect. I come from a family of law abiding citizens, and even yeah, but now, you're, yeah, but you, you know, wouldn't,
0: wouldn't walk not up not and spit in the point. guards' face, Jason.
9: No, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, our, our thing is now uh, there. They are, the revenue collection actors now. That's what they're known as. And we've seen them turn against our own in Strokes Town and let that poor man be beaten in his own garden. And then, you know, he frog marched and arrested. And you've seen what happened there in that case. I don't know if you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Them men were sentenced to ridiculous things, all because that person wanted I, to I send think, out a message.
0: I, I, I think the Guard of Shea Khan need to be very, very careful in relation to how they deal with evictions, if that if indeed evictions are have to happen or whatever it is. They have to be very careful how they deal with it because their job on the day is to keep the peace that is their only job their not, oh, job yeah. is not to enforce a court order uh from a landlord to a, a tenant
9: you, you know? know i just i think people have i think people are just turned on them because lately it just seems to be they're just out there doing what the government tell them and it's all about money and revenue and even these these um traffic things they seem to do blitzes when there's a spike in accidents oh there's a blitz and you won't be able to drive down a without seeing one but the next 11 months style, you won't see one anywhere
0: well, stay there for a second, Jason. Let me go to Joanna. Joanna, hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Joanna, do you have faith in Angardashay,
10: Um Well, I tell you, I, I have absolutely no faith in our justice system when we have a, a man called Enoch Burke in Mount Jai Jail the same week that a fella had 40,000 of the worst pornographic images of babies and children walked free. So I have absolutely no that faith doesn't in, seem, know, in That
0: not I know, that doesn't seem to make sense at all, does it? No
10: it does make sense to me and never will and I think people want to wake up to it mm. but anyway I went to a recent um, rally you know about the library in Cork
0: yeah
10: only a couple of weeks ago and um, <clears throat> it was a lovely young guy he came over talking to me I, at first I thought he was investigating me you know because he was wanting to know my name and where I was from and stuff but no he was just genuinely being friendly we sat in the wall chatting and he said I said to him look I don't want to be here today you know but I said, they're not going to bring this gender thing into school to my grandchildren. That's why I'm here. Yeah. I said, for my grandchildren. And he said, look, I have four children myself. He said, I, I absolutely see your point. So he wanted to say more. It was quite obvious. They Some of them resent being sent out there to police things that they know are wrong. Yeah, no, I know. You know, you and, can, and that you, goes
0: with every issue, and during COVID that was probably more dominant, but that goes with every issue, that I'm sure there are guards that would like to be on the other side of that protest. But that's not their job he on the day. said he
10: had four young kids himself. Yeah, but their and job on the
0: day why is why just is to anyone, keep the peace.
10: Yeah, but now why is anyone surprised that Helen McEntee um, decides to ignore a democratic vote? Should the recent Red Sea poll where 75% of the country said you know, we need to close our borders. So they totally ignore that too. That's, mm. that's, that's their their mantra, is just ignore everything and carry on. And things get worse and worse.
0: So, you've and kind of, so you're so kind of feeling as a citizen, you're not even being listened to anymore?
10: Well, of course we're not being listened to. Everything's been rammed down our throats. You know, we can't go to a rally about um, pornography in schools and we're we'll called racist and transforms and everything else. And the guards have to police these things and they're 99%, I'd say, would want to be on the other side mm. but it's their job and they're told what they have to do and they don't like it and he made it clear to me that young guard that he didn't like doing what he had to do you know
0: and so I'm, sure, I'm sure there are many guards you know who have a personal view but they obviously have to be professional enough not to let that get in the way or cloud their judgement when it comes to standing in between you for example and a protester on the other side of the argument and their job is just there to be there to keep the peace
10: Well, I mean, to be fair now, the the only side that they had to uh, restrain was the left because we were there, um, you know, there was actually Rosary said and they were calling us Nazi scum and everything else. And the guards, I'd say, were shocked. They know who the troublemakers are.
11: And
0: there was oh, a, there, without a shadow, of a doubt, they, they keep going on about the right all the time. There's massive troublemakers on the left, and we'll see that on Saturday. By the way, there's a protest in Dublin. Uh, let women speak. Posey Parker is going to be there, but I've already seen some of the crazy people on the left organising uh, another protest, um, a counter protest, which is guaranteed to want to cause trouble. You know what I mean? But I, I, I don't know why they just can't let people speak anymore.
9: Yeah, very no. Yeah, well,
0: past- sorry. Well, yeah, sorry, Jason. Go ahead.
9: Um, just something you said there about the guards having to be this. We already know they're not, No, I mean, for certain protests and certain things, they are on board. But it seems to be if it's going against the government's way of thinking, we're not allowed. We can go back to the BLM marches. We can go back to all this, the pride stuff. You know, I mean, we have never put a flag up. If just, i don't, just pick another, you know, say another. Say the water protest. Say so half the countries on that. The guards have never put a flag up over the guard station or paint one of the guard cars. You know, we support it. We support The, the, the water, the, the, the water, the water
0: protest.
9: But you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like there's a certain agenda or there's a certain thing, narrative, and that's the way we're going. We're all on board in that. And if you're not on board in that, you're against the state.
0: And okay. Okay. Well, hold on a second, because I need to go to Bernie. Bernie, hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? No, I know Bernie. Your your dad was a guard, wasn't he?
12: Yeah, I have a good a good family genetics of guards in my family. You know, uncles and cousins, etc. And they've worked all over the world and in Ireland, and. I really feel their job is its a no-winner. Anyone in the public service today, they all want to get out. It's horrible. And I, I don't like the man, personally, Drew Harris. I just don't think he's listening to his staff. He's not listening to the public. He's just going along for the show with the with the government. And he's not really listening. And the people are on the street. Like, would you like to be a guard today? And maybe you're at a car accident one minute. Then you're at a protest another. Then you're just taking up a fight. Like, their job is impossible. It's, it's honestly... But that, yeah, but, yeah, honestly, but that's
0: always been their job, Bernard. That was your dad's job. That's but, always be their job. But, Why take the job if you don't know know do that?
12: Like my like my dad was on the border. He was shot at. You know, he was he he was in riots. He was at everything. But they always did the job to the best ability, and the people had some respect for them. And they you know they knew the guards were there as a presence to protect them. That that the guards can't do it. There's not enough of them anymore to maintain that. There's so much that we are have only woken up to recently in the country going on. It's absolutely mind blowing and very scary and. Poor guards, there isn't enough of them to continue and this man is not, you know, if the people have no faith in him, he should resign and get somebody who can do the job properly and encourage people to be, you know, to have respect for the guardians of the peace is what they are, guardians of the peace.
0: Well he's clearly and said he's not, not know, going to resign and now the ministers come out to say that she has confidence in him, which undermines she has the, the
12: not I have no confidence in her and she has no. she has no idea what goes on she's in the job, she has no idea what the job or the background of the job is
0: well, she says she has confidence in him, even though 9,000 of the members have no confidence in him, which now undermines them. So the whole thing is just a joke now at this stage.
12: Well, I mean, somebody has, I mean, she's still, but well, she's not doing her job either. Clearly not. I mean, I have no faith in the people who are actually man- managing our services at the moment.
0: I personally believe she's the worst Justice Minister we've ever had. She spends her whole day virtue signalling, and that's all I can see her doing on a regular basis. That's yeah. just a personal view of it.
10: I mean, she's put, she's like, never I mean, on the I... job anyway. No. no minister no, she, from she's the they should have called
0: her. Yeah, but I, but yeah. I know, I mean, obviously her hate uh, her, her speech laws are not very right. popular. If she
12: was doing the job properly, that'd be fine. I'd have no, you know, like we all do our best on any day. But I mean, there's—I mean, you see what the guards have to go through on a daily basis. One, they, you know, they're not sitting in an office waiting for the call. They're on the roads most of the time, attending all sorts of violent, horrible things that they, you know, things that we wouldn't even be aware of. Like, I and mean, then going through maybe a suicide, then a shooting, then a road accident, all within a 12 hour shift. And like, It's really hard to be, you know, to listen, to to see them. But the uh, problem
0: is we're giving them a lot of work to do by bringing in laws that we're not happy about, for example. And look, Saturday there's going to be a protest in town. Um, and there's no need for that protest to be going on the way it's going on because we shouldn't we shouldn't be in these situations. The same when it comes to immigration. If they listen to the people and listen to the Red Sea poll, we wouldn't have these problems. There wouldn't be a need to be sending guards out to police the people again. So what I'm saying is there's loads of reasons why the guards shouldn't be doing some of the jobs they're doing at the moment, but the Commissioner and the Minister of Justice are not listening. And so
12: they're, if they're not listening and there's 9,000 people are saying otherwise, it's time for the... the, the People to get and say right, well we're down in tools we're out. You mind the country then. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have to listen to the people. if The people on the ground, on the on the feet on the ground, are telling you well, there was no confidence in you. Well, wouldn't you think you'd try and think, say? Well, isn't it obvious now gonna... at this
0: stage when nobody wants to join the guards? And, and you heard earlier on, what John said at the last recruitment drive. Uh, you know, the trainees for Templemore, half of them didn't even t- didn't even show up on the first day. So in other words, they cha- yeah. they changed their mind. I just don't want to be a guard. I wouldn't want to well, be even- a guard.
12: No, I mean, my, 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 my father was getting disillusioned by the time his time was over because he was, you know, it was changing rapidly at that point in the, in the late 80s, in the late 90s. And, you know, they, they were just left behind, really. And all this new stuff was coming. It really was really difficult to keep up with everything. And so he was of his time. But I mean, he did a great job. Like, he, he, he respected the people, they respected him you know, if there was a, if there was something difficult to deal with, he dealt with it. He never, he just got on with it. But it wasn't on the same scale as it is now.
0: No, it's a different, well, it's a different police force, a smaller population, a smaller police force, but a police force that was well able to handle the population at the time. But but stay there for a second, Brady. Let me go to Tony as well. Tony, hi, how are you?
6: Hello, Niall, how are you? We're okay. Good, Tony. I mean, do you have faith in Garda Shikana? Kanna? No, I have to be honest, I think the vast majority of Garda are good, decent people. Okay, there's a few bad apples, which are always going to get a few bad apples. Mm. Uh, but for to have uh, such an overwhelming vote and no confidence, I can't, see, I can't see how he's going to go forward from this. But he totally ignores anyone anyway, the same as the Justice Minister. Well, so, how
0: can you ignore that? How can you ignore
6: 98.7%? Yeah, it's rubbish. Yeah. It's the wrong topic. It's absolutely rubbish. Look, if you have 99%,
0: yeah.
6: But you have to start looking at yourself, don't you?
0: Now, I know he said he took it personally, but, but he's right to take it personally. The question was asked about yeah,
6: he him. Doesn't care, he, he doesn't, doesn't no, care, no, he doesn't care. No, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He, he couldn't care less on the guard of themselves. I mean, like, I think the majority of them are good, decent people. And they're being sent out to do jobs that's just not right. And they're being heavy-handed. Some protests are being heavy-handed with them. And it's totally unreasonable and they don't want to be, I've spoken to guards, I've been at a couple of protests, I've spoken to guards and they said they don't want to be there.
0: Well, they have to be sent out to keep the peace, but I think the point that I was making earlier on is when it comes to say, we'll take immigration for an example, the amount of guards that are being currently used for all those protests all over the country, you know, if we were making the right government policies we wouldn't have the protests in the first place so the guards wouldn't have to pick a side. Do you wouldn't understand what I'm saying? There. Yeah,
6: yeah. but then they're being told and you hear, oh, we haven't got resources. There was a lady who said there was an accident, a traffic accident, and it was a good four hours or three and a half hours before the guard arrived. But at these protests, you know, they can swamp the place with guard and have the public order unit and there's nothing going on. And there's no threat of violence. At all. Like the violence is off the left, as you said. It's always
0: off the left. Well, I've, se- I've seen a lot of that, yes. But I, I, I've seen violence. I, I have seen violence on both sides. But yeah, I've seen. When they come together, it is usually the left that are the, are the antagonists.
6: There
0: was no violence on at East Wall. No, there wasn't. You're right. And speaking of East Wall, let me go to Malachi Steenson as well. Sorry. Um, oh, I lost there. Malachi, hi. How are you? Malachi, are you there? Oh, have I lost them all? Yeah, yeah. Lost it there for a sec.
13: Just
0: go, okay, go ahead, Maliki. Ah, unfortunately, that's jumped in there. I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to get it to ring you back, Maliki. Maliki, uh, maybe if you could just ring Maliki back there just when I reset that, and I'll go to Maliki, and I think one more caller to Dakota after that as well. Uh, you can text to WhatsApp us the number as usual: 085 122 55. 085 122 55. Some of your messages, by the way, coming in. Um, Dennis says on Facebook Vast majority of them I meet on the road Have no basic manners or civility And they treat you like a dog A little respect goes a long way uh, Jer says on Facebook Faith in the Garda? Yes uh, On an individu- individual level I know some great Gardi, Faith, uh, that there's enough resources to actually Police the nation? Absolutely not Let's go to Maliki, let's go back to him Sorry about that Maliki, I do apologise Good afternoon, Al. Uh, monarchy. I mean, look, what a day yesterday was for Drew Harris. I'm sure at a personal level he doesn't feel too good about himself, considering that 98 or almost 99% of the 9,000 people that voted are disappointed. I'm curious about the 1.3% that voted in his favour. Maybe they just ticked the wrong box. I don't know. Um, well,
13: I, I was considering about myself, and I think that they probably did. Yeah. But this is not a, a question of whether there are good guards or bad guards or anything like that. This is... Something at the very basis and the core of our society—the highest-ranking guard in the country—doesn't have the confidence of the almost ten thousand people who walk under him. Any in any other country, he would be gone. He'd been gone a long time ago. But all we have in this country now, and we have McIntyre who.
0: Said she has confidence in him.
13: The minister of our justice. Well, you know, nobody has confidence in her. So, you know, I take anything and she says with a grain of salt. But, you know, how did we ever come to a stage where we have such a collection of, and it's not that they're incompetent. And it's not that they don't care because they're clearly walking to an agenda. And that agenda is, as far as I can see now, is the destruction of this nation. We have... Every day, a different scandal coming out. Just even take yesterday. Not one mainstream uh, newspaper today has on its front page the issue of the Garda Commissioner and the vote yesterday. All of the tabloids are leading with nonsensical stories that are irrelevant. We have a minister yesterday who admits that a judge sent him reports with redacted information about abuse and Tulsala of young children who are taken into care by this state. And what did he do? He deleted three of the four files, and there's nothing about it. There's something fundamentally wrong, and there is an agenda being pursued in this country, which is against the interests of the Irish people. Now, not alone should Harris go, and if people believe, or the government believes that people have confidence in them, let them go to the people. Let them call an election in the morning, and they'll soon find out that the people of this country are sick and tired of the woke liberalism that is being foisted upon us. Drew Harris has gone around there, painting police cars in pride colours, pride pride plaques, selecting one section of the community to get a better policing service than the people who are being beaten off the streets. And the people who, like that woman, couldn't get a guard to come to an accident for three hours. We are now in a country which is run by NGOs and minorities. And a people stand up and say, stop. Now, their first opportunity is next Wednesday, when the Dáil resumes to stand up against this government and come with the rest of us to Leinster House. And there are people assembling there from 10 o'clock in the morning. Right through today, we'll be there probably about one o'clock. That, and to say to this government that we have no confidence in them, we have no confidence with in the Garda Commissioner, or the Minister for Justice, or the Minister for Children, or the Minister for Health, or the Minister for, the Minister for everything else.
0: But I, but I, but you're missing the vital, most vital thing here. They don't care that you have no confidence in them. We have clearly seen that with ministers on numerous occasions. We see clearly seen that in relation to say immigration with the Red Sea poll suggesting that Irish people in general believe we let too many people in. They don't care. They ignore it. We've clearly seen Minister Lackety ignore the fact that in the public submissions that over 76% of people didn't agree with the legislation. She's ignored it. We've clearly seen them ignoring everything.
13: It's a sad reflection and we we spent weeks and months and are still rabbiting on about RTA and all of that. RTA is a cesspool and it just reflects the way this country is run. It's run... For to, to push an agenda against the wishes of the majority of the people. And there are very few journalists Only, I mean you can pick out the journalists who will actually ask questions. People like Ben Scamo, who, you know, ask the simple question of a minister and, you know he can't get an answer like, what is a woman? You know, she, well
0: she could give an answer if she wanted to but she's not going to because if she does that then, then she knows the NGOs won't be happy.
13: Well, you know, it's time that we defund all of these NGOs. And, and one of your callers okay. that was on there talking about the, the, these new wardens and things, this is not a new thing. All of th- those wardens... I of the guys, Well, I'll tell you who they are because nobody has even addressed this. A number of years ago, they, they put an extra rate onto businesses in the inner city. It was a big rate, it was called. You've no choice in it, right? And they had what were called street ambassadors. There were fellows who went around in high-vis uh, vests and, you know, took graffiti off walls and directed tourists where to go and all uh, those kind of things. So, a good enough service, but should be there anyway. That's all that these community wardens are. They, they, these people have no... Um,
0: no judicial powers. No, of course. So.
13: They have no powers whatsoever, right? Now, when they say they consulted with the community, what they actually mean is we talked to all the NGOs, They launched that um, programme last week in Ballybach, 100 yards from my office. I've lived in this area all my life, as of all my family. I'm probably one of the best-known spokespeople for this area, far ahead of uh, many of the politicians. And I've been banging on about crime and criminality for 40 40 years at this stage. I said it when um, the previous report was done, by the man who was head of the, the union, Mulvey, that Ollie would come out and say, just for sure the feud, give them money, don't give them money. And that's exactly what he did. And I, I okay. think on your own programme, I said exactly who he would speak to. So these are not consultations. No,
0: these. no, 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 I understand that. But just very just quickly, get back to the other question in relation to En Garda now. We have a, obviously a lack of recruitment. Nobody's turning up to actually start in the Gardner economy because they don't want to be there anymore. The, the wages are too low. Um, they're, they're going out to events that probably a lot of them don't want to be there because they probably even agree with some of the protesters because we've got a badly run country. And they shouldn't be at these events in the first place because these events shouldn't be happening because if we had the right legislation in place or the right government policy, there wouldn't be events like people walking up and down East Wall, etc., cetera, etc. So, you know, do you have faith in the actual force themselves?
13: I don't think the force has faith in itself, and I think there's a huge. We, we are on the breakdown of civil or, civil order in this country. Who in their right mind would want to be a cop in this country? Look at the poor guard who, trying to save people's lives, chases a car.
0: I can't. You can't talk about that, Malik. At the moment, it's actually in the courts, so let's not talk about that particular. But I know the issue you're talking about.
13: But let's not talk about that particular one. But if they, but but but, but that
0: particular incident, yes, was a bit of a turning point because the guards are saying. I'm out doing my job and look what happens.
13: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, any time a guard puts himself at risk, and many of them do regularly, and nothing happens, you know, and they're penalised for that then. And look at last week, they go to raid a house because a young put a water pistol up on a, on a WhatsApp group. And again, in the educate together. So there's clearly an ideology, as everybody knows, been run in them schools, which is to, to feminise all of the youngsters. You know, a youngster puts up what is clearly a water pistol and they get a raid. And then his father apologises, you know. Right. Nonsense.
0: I, I didn't I didn't see that story. It was quite interesting. Um, stay there for a second, Malachi. Let me go to Sophie. Sophie, hi, how are you? Hi, uh, I'm actually
7: quite emotional listening to Maliki because... It's so refreshing and also so emotional to hear somebody who is experiencing the hurt and the reality but is able to so eloquently voice facts and well done yeah. Maliki.
0: Yeah, well he's been he's been doing it for a long time in fairness to him. So Sophie, in in general do you believe the guards are doing a good job? Have you faith in them?
7: Absolutely not. Um I don't think we have a police force. I think we have people acting as guards, acting as commissioner, acting as minister. And I think the, the challenge for the Irish people is to actually come to terms with that. We don't have, we don't have RD uh, but what's ironic is they do still make them swear an oath which is a very sick and twisted thing. If they bring individuals in, they put them through psychological profiles to make sure they're either compliant or potentially corrupt and they ratio that probably 90 to 95% and then the structure and the training ensures that they can only go to their sergeant, he can go to his kid so they don't even understand how they can use contract law to go directly and, and call upon through Harris. But I think it's unfortunate they waited until they were unhappy with their roster to actually do a vote of no confidence and didn't do it while they were being asked to break their oath and destroy the country of the last three years and their own future and the children's future. When you, when you so, say they
0: were asked to break their oath, give me an examples of what you're talking about.
7: I can give you a very clear example. A year and a half ago, I was in bed and my daughter was in bed. And the night before I had a little girl stay who was a victim of domestic violence a little eight she wrote and thank God I brought her home. And I woke up and there was nineteen men in black balacavas without any markings on them, who burst into my bedroom without any notification. I had no idea why they were there. And I was assaulted. My daughter was traumatized and she got, she was pushed she was pushed down the stairs and she saw a squad car outside. She ran out and said to them, Can you please help? My mum is undressed in her bedroom. There's 19, well, she didn't say 19 at the time. They just knew that the whole house was covered with them. Four of them were unmasked. They were Irish, and the rest of them were wearing the black, very look like Garda, ERU stuff, but it was actually just bar tavas and things. And okay. No, no. Licenses. The Garda sat in the squad car and wouldn't run down the window, even though COVID was over. And they told her to go and get a solicitor. And she said, There's a crime happening right now and they wouldn't get out of the car, and they told her it was a civil matter. She didn't understand what was going on.
0: What, what, sorry, Sophie, what was it? Was it an eviction?
7: Well, I didn't know that at the time, because I didn't get to get an eviction, you're supposed to have an ejection notice, and you're supposed to have a, a proper mortgage, but it was a fraudulent mortgage, which I had proven that my ex-husband took out while I was abroad, and I was being left with his bills, because the family law courts didn't inform any of the orders. Okay, I... Basically I
0: I can't obviously go into all your personal situation, but the bottom line is these men were here to turf you out of the house, or there to turf you, or no, no, to they evict were there
7: to, to, they were there to traumatise me, humiliate me. To evict me was something different. They could have done it by the process. This was something much worse. So I was eventually, I thought that these men were, had kidnapped my daughter when they pushed her down the stairs, and I said, you can take anything you want in the house. And they said, what if we wanted you? She thought they were going to rape me, kill me, she didn't know. And the guards basically told her, laughed at her. So um, I then had to defend my daughter and myself and my dwelling. And the guards drove away while I was being assaulted. And then when I defended myself or tried to as much as you can against 19 men, um, I then an entire unit of of armed guards happened to be available, came in and I was arrested and I've been on bail ever since all my children on school And where, And
0: and the, the, the men that you say, are, that you accuse of assault, you alleged assault, did you, did you take any charges or cases against them?
7: My daughter and myself from, day, from that moment tried for 10 months on a daily basis to, I was arrested and I was locked in a cell. I didn't know where, I was told if I didn't admit it, if I didn't talk then I wouldn't see my children. And oh, that's
0: I'm, a shocking story, So, I, I, Unfortunately, I don't have the time to go into the whole story today, but that's a shocking, shocking story. And again, of course, obviously I'm only hearing your side of the story. I don't know the rest of it. I don't know the ins and outs of the story. But from what you're telling us, it seems to be a shocking story. But I, I, unfortunately, no, I can't get into the whole story today because I don't have the time. But in relation to the Guard in general, clearly you didn't like the two Guards in the EU or you that were there, the armed Guards that were there at the time. But generally speaking, you know, the Guard of Force no. that we have in this country, you don't have faith in them, no?
7: No, no, it's just... You see, what they have done is they've brought in a personality profiling test to ensure they have the right people for this time. But they
0: do that in a lot of occupations.
7: I mean, psychological
0: testing is part of a lot of occupations where you have responsibility. It's quite normal. tuned?
7: what are they tuned to? They're tuned to have the people that we have in place that are too frightened or, you know, have a certain personality that can be manipulated. I mean, they danced the Jerusalem on the late late show while people were locked down.
0: No, but I always thought that was a bit daft, to be honest with you, yes, yeah, but so do the nurses and the doctors Now the rest of them as well and every other organisation, but I thought that was a bit daft that, that they were spending their time doing what the rest of us were miserable. Uh, but, but, uh, Sophie, I'm sorry I'm cutting everybody a little bit short because I am coming towards the end and I have to go to James as well. James, hi, how are you? Oh, sorry, James, go ahead.
11: Yeah, canteen, that's pretty shocking about that poor lady there.
0: Absolutely, I would love to hear more of the story. Unfortunately, I don't have time today, but maybe I'll get Sophie back again to talk about it, but it is a shocking story. Indeed.
11: Absolutely. Um, the, thing I, the thing, Niall, is um, I want to raise, and I don't think anybody else has really touched on it, is what do they do now? Like, they've turned out and said, right, we've no faith no in the commissioner.
0: Him. Yeah, well, but he's not going. And the minister said she has the confidence basically. in him, so she's not going to turf him out either.
11: So what do they do? It's legal, I don't know. It's I don't know
0: if there's a legal basis now for forcing him out. Uh, I don't think there is because obviously... There is. The well, no, well, the GRA uh, ballot is not legally binding. It's not like when you have no faith in the minister or something like that that they have to yeah. go. There, there's no legal There's no, no legal process involved in this. So it's, If he wants to stay, he can stay. But that really undermines the whole guard of Sheikh Holland now if he's, if he's insisting on staying.
11: But he, he will stay now. Like he, the guy's incompetent. The minister's incompetent. But he will stay. And then, but then he, what will simply happen now is now he'll now put it up to the guards. He'll say, "Right lads, you don't have any faith in me. Okay, what are you going to do about it?" Like what? what like the thing about it, this is the fact everybody has, like everybody has gone over that. They've said that they've no confidence in him. What do they do? Do they start ringing in sick? Like if if they really 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 believed in their goals of not having things, instead of having like a blue flu and ring up and say, "Oh, I'm not feeling well today. I won't be coming in," and having that coordinated. If they actually had any balls, which most guards don't, they'd actually ring up and say, I'm not coming in today. And why aren't you coming in today? Because I've no faith in you, Sergeant, no faith in the Inspector, no faith in the Super, Chief Super, Assistant Commissioner, and the Commissioner. That's why I'm not coming in. And then what you need to do is, they need to coordinate that. None of them need to come in, and then, maybe then, the... Government and the minister will say... Well, anyway, Niall, this minister is a lame duck at this stage. Because no, and no, the no, very no, fact
0: that she has said that she has confidence in a man that 99% of his employees, in inverted don't have confidence in, uh, shows that she now was willing to undermine every single member of Vangardasheek, Anna. I mean, that's care, bizarre.
11: She knows. they come the next general election, the one, one or two things will happen with Helen McIntyre. She either won't run again, she'll go off her little family and say, I'm sorry... I've got two young babies and I can't do politics anymore. Thanks very much. And go off because the constituency is in in mid-East is a safe seat for Finnegan. Uh, she'll
0: get a nice pension. She'll go off with a nice pension. And
11: she will get, she will get her ministerial pension and off she go. She won't care. It's like what's happening with Roderick O'Gorman and everything that's going on as Maliki touched on that. The hell thing is going on. He's going to disappear now in a year's time. He'll go back to his job in UCD. But it's ask-
0: an amazing and astonishing the damage these individuals have done in this such a short space of time, political time. And you're yeah. right. There are individuals within government at the moment making very serious decisions who will probably not get elected in the next election and will go off with a nice government pension. Malik, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing.
11: And one of your previous callers mentioned Stephen Donnelly. Mr. Donnelly, who was constantly on your show before he became a minister. That's right. And now, now you can't get a hold of him and he doesn't exist yet anymore. I but- always
0: thought that was the funniest thing. That was just the start of COVID. He was constantly on giving out about Simon Harris and the decisions he was making. I yeah, and, yeah and, I and I had him on the air numerous times and as soon as he became minister, he wouldn't answer the phone to us anymore.
11: Yeah, and the simple, but the simple (laughs) fact is, this now. What the guardy need to do now is they need any, as I said in in the WhatsApp, they need to put up or shut up. And all this is about Niles. They were they had the rosters. This is all the the new rosters that they were using before COVID or after COVID, during during and after COVID. And they now want to revert back thing to the old roster. You also had Niles. Well, the the
0: new roster was never meant to be permanent in the first place, anyway.
11: Yes, you also have now Nile as well. They're talking about the new body camps, right? And I thought to myself, this is great. You know, if you have an issue down with a guard, everything is recorded. It turns out now that that it's now at the guard's discretion whether they want to turn her on or not. Or you get stopped by a guard. You get stopped by a guard who's having a shitty day and decides, you know what? I'm going to take it out on you. Because that has happened. Every single person in this country has has had a situation where they've been stopped by a guard. Yeah, whatever. that guard uh, is having a bad day, he or she is taking it out on you. And if you turn around and say to that guard, can you put on your body cam, please? Because I want this recorded. That guard will simply
0: say, "Well, actually, I don't have to." Well, well you, well, you shouldn't even have to ask. It should be just a matter of course that as soon as they get out of the car, the body cam should be put on. Sorry, Maliki. Well, 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 hang on. I was just short of time, Maliki. Just, just finally, because I have to wrap this up. I'm sorry to Tony and everybody else. So go ahead, Maliki. Yeah, just uh,
13: there was saying about uh, MacIntyre and, and all that. I mean, what other country in the world do you allow? somebody who takes a job for a max of five years as a senior minister who's allowed to go off on maternity leave twice during that, solely so that she can increase her pension when she leaves. It's incredible what, what we put up with. Well,
0: well, as a woman, she, she's quite entitled to get pregnant. Now, to be honest with you, I do have a, a position on that in relation to a minister. If you're only in power for five years and you're running for an election, I think you should delay having a family. Because you've, no, you've made a decision to represent the general public, so being missing for a large portion of that is unacceptable as far as I'm concerned.
13: What they, the, the bit that all of these politicians seem to miss out on is public service. They're there to serve us, to represent us, not to represent themselves and their own agendas. You know, we're living in a totally dysfunctional world. I mean, if you watched this world as it's unfolding now on TV, 20 years ago, you would think it was science fiction. And there's, you know, un- un- and I could keep going on until people stand up and say enough is enough. Wow. And we are moving now to a very dangerous place. We have today the ECB, I don't know if they put up the interest rates or not, but it looks like they're going to. So, and they tell us, for instance, it's just a small, a huge thing in people's lives. Interest rates are being put up. In order, they say, to, to decrease inflation, but yet individuals, people, in- inflation is increasing every month because the cost of living is going up. Absolutely. And-, and,
0: and, and, and on top of that, more seriously, we're at the verge of a war. Because you've got two warmongers, as far as I can say. Well, three, realistically. You've got Putin, Zelensky, and Biden, uh, who are basically three warmongers who are desperate to destroy this world.
13: Well, well let's do, as, as we said the other day on your programme, if we reinforce our neutrality and we say, as a state, that we're neutral and that we will facilitate peace talks because at the end of the day, there will be talks and this thing in in, in Eastern Europe will be resolved. Unfortunately, it looks like it's not going to be resolved until Donald Trump is re-elected next November.
0: On that note, I'm going to have to wrap it up. Thank you very much, indeed, Malaghy, Sophie, Tony, James, everybody. James, I'm sorry for cutting you all a little bit short there towards the end. Um, Now, and I do apologise by the fact that I, I wasn't as vocal today as I would normally be. But I have a very bad cold, unfortunately. That's why I have to keep it on. And the microphone office I have to cough you. I did notice that. Don't forget, by the way, please support our podcast, our daily podcast that we put out live to give everybody a voice. Everybody today was allowed to say whatever they wanted to say. I didn't interrupt them. I didn't stop them. I may have disagreed with them by times, but they're all allowed to have a say. And that's why this platform is so important. This is not like mainstream media. I don't have any rules of the broadcasting authority or the broadcasting regulator that I have to have a certain amount of people on that will say a certain thing, you know, to balance it out and all that kind of carry on. There's none of that kind of carry on. It's quite simple. You come on, it's your platform. To provide you with this platform, we have to provide everything around me here the technology. We have to provide everything. And we do it for free. We're, we're, I'm not getting paid at the moment for doing this. And neither are the two people I work with. They're not getting paid either. We're making very little money. Few people have subscribed, but certainly not enough to even pay the bills. The electricity, the lights, the studio lights there, which costs a lot of money to have on all the time. All of the work that we have to do. So all I'm asking you is, please try and help us out to continue doing this. We don't have advertising, as you can see. The only time you might hear an ad is if you play it on Spotify. Spotify put ads up on it as well. So you might hear ads. That's why we have those little breaks in the middle of the show to give Spotify somewhere to put one of those ads if that's what they feel they need to do. Um, that's the only time you'll hear advertising if you go to the website NiallBoylan.com you can watch all the videos of all the shows all you got to do is register on the website it's a fiver a month to register it's the price of a pint of beer that's all we're asking you for don't forget we will never charge you for listening to or watching the show live every single day it's free and the reason we do that is we want you to interact so please support us and help us to support you to give you a voice go to NiallBoylan.com Com. This show will be available to watch or listen to on the website or on all the usual platforms in about an hour's time. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Nile Boylan podcast.